Descent 420, number 36. At it again. Um, kind of did a, a similar one as we did last week. A um, little bit of uh, Durban, a little bit of Jack, and uh, some Mandarin cookies. So I think that's what we did last week, right? I think minus the Durban last week. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, it was just, I had to use what was on in stock because I <laughs> forgot this morning. I set mm. it up on my table. I hope my dog doesn't fucking get it. Or do something. they do any of them? I mean, they I won't. I knew a guy that had a dog that would eat buds. Sable. I, yeah. I feel like where I left it was just yeah. right by the edge because, like, I had it, and it was one of those last things when you're walking out the door, okay, let me grab that, and then I was here, and I'm like, fuck. Hmm. So, do the dogs ever eat? No, meat? but they might, like, uh-huh. get it and right. knock it off. I mean, they've been whacked out on oil when I've made, you know, like some uh, of the uh, oils. And they get some of it? Oh, yeah. Because something in it smells good to them? Like it's Well, I use MCT oil. Uh-huh. Um, and so I guess maybe the coconut. But right, I've yeah, had yeah. two of my dogs that literally have been like, they like upside down with the tongue hanging out. <laughs> like, just passed out. Just <laughs> wasted. Uh, and like, oh, fuck. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. That is but mean. Winnipeg, um, like the first time our little dog got it, like mm-hmm. this was way back early on in the days of, uh, you know, legalization and stuff. And so... Um, I was saying something to Winnipeg, and she's like, oh, you guys are a fucking statistic now. You know, because that's when, like, the statistics of people letting their dogs eat their edibles accidentally or kids. Right, right, right. right. So yeah, they, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're always part of a statistic. Yeah, so, yeah. exactly. Uh, my, my sister had her dog on just, like, CBD uh-huh. supplement or whatever, and the dog couldn't even walk. It was, it was old, and its equilibrium was so off, yeah. it would just, like fall on its side and the CBD and then it could walk fine. Yeah, I, I give them the CBD. Pretty, I make, I give amazing. people tons of oil for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my, uh, my cat, he, when he was like a month or so ago, he got up high on like the bathtub thing. Mm. It has like a sliding door. And then okay. he jumped off it. It was too high for him and he hurt his paw. Like he mm. couldn't put his paw down when he mm. would walk. And so we gave him, like after half a day or a day of watching him just sulk <laughs> just sitting there like he couldn't do anything because he couldn't jump he couldn't run uh, i gave him some cbd and then it was like huh. yeah i think it's new. got a and then uh, after that he never limped again <laughs> i think it's got a good effect yeah um my dad you know he never smoked weed or anything like that mm-hmm. and um he was always he wasn't against it he just mm-hmm. didn't believe in it and i mm-hmm. um made him some oil to put on his knees topically because his knees are all fucked up and um he swears by it and he's given it they were in pain yeah and you know he had gotten the um hyaluronic acid injections and those worked for a little bit but then they stopped working for him and um you know my dad's not one to take medication he just never has Mm -hmm. been so um he uh like convinced him to just try it and he fucking swears by it I mean, he's passed it around good. to a, several of the other olds, and mm-hmm. they, uh, <laughs> yeah, <they're laughs> and, yeah, man, and they dig it. You know, they yeah. all right. like really like it. Yeah. But he's such a fucking liberal. I told him that, you know, like on the last bottle I gave him, I put, you know, this is like Trump semen or fucking <laughs> whatever. <laughs> like, you know, it was like, 
you know, a conservative <laughs> made this. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. 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 Put a flag on it. <laughs> so. It's a Trump strain. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. I should have so. written Make America Great Again. Yeah, I think I did. Oh, I think I did. <laughs> yeah, just to, just to fuck with him. Because he's like yeah. hardcore blinded by the yeah. left. My mom's there too. Yeah. 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 Uh, family, it's always uh, been yeah. the opposite uh. for me. My family has always been mostly on the conservative side. Okay. Or at least my direct family. And uh, then I used to be the one who would argue with them. You all were the time. a fucking liberal when you came here, man. <laughs> I mean, again, the first time I saw her, she had her fucking hat back. Like I still little, have it. It's coming back in winter. I don't know why. You can't wear your hat like that in here. I'm, I did on the early podcast. Like oh uh, no, it was there. no, it was like a, it was a beanie, beanie hat. It was a it was, fat beanie. You know how you like, like put it on just a little bit. I have it in my oh, car. It's like yeah, a Doctor yeah, yeah. Seuss or something. Doctor Seuss. That's why I was like, holy shit! And then she told me she was from. Fucking, or she lived in Seattle. Where'd you live? Portland, Portland wherever. No, Seattle. 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 Okay. I was like, oh, fuck. I didn't know there's a liberal way of wearing a beanie. Apparently, oh, there is. I am <laughs> learning just as much as there, you. There is, man. It's <laughs> like yeah. it's like the hipster I'm a, way. A almost, hippie. Yeah. You know? uh, no, not a hippie. A hipster. Yeah. yeah. You're right. Yeah. Hipster way. Yeah. So, um, we we got rid of that pretty quick. I mean, like. There was, I couldn't say pussy around her for a while. I got browbeaten. Um, what other words? That was not, I never. Oh I my never. fucking God. <laughs> she pulled me to the side and she's like, I, can't I would have you do this. really appreciate it offends me. When I never did that. Pussy. I never did that. I think you're talking about somebody else here. <laughs> it's way more, way more. Now, strongly opinionated about that than I was. Yeah, there is. There, fuck. Even when, I don't know. I I probably even talked about this on the podcast one time when I pun, um, or when Tim punched me. Like we were sparring, and he got a good shot in, and I'm like, oh, you fag. And <laughs> Lindsay got fucking just like that was like. She was torn up. We was got it in into the middle the, of class or after? No, it was just uh, Lindsay was off on the side working on her own. So she said something immediately? Oh, immediately. And we got into this big to-do. And I'm like, you just don't understand. One, it's a term of endearment. Like, she gave Tim a hug because she thought that, <laughs> like, was like, the Tim, last person. I bet Tim really. Yeah. Well, Tim hears that and he's fucking, I mean... He knows the deal, right? It's like a term of endearment. It's like you got a good shot in. Mm-hmm. Now I'm gonna get one fucking right back at you. And mm-hmm. yeah, and Tim, we laughed about that for a while. <laughs> like, but and then it took a while for. Well, I mean, it it took a while for her to understand that. Look, you know, this goes into this whole masculinity bullshit, right? Like. I believe in masculinity. Toxic masculinity, like we discussed, I think is just an asshole, right? I don't think there's toxic mm-hmm. masculinity. Dudes mm-hmm. who fucking go around and grabs chick, grab chicks' asses is right. not toxic masculine. They're just an asshole, yeah. right? It's I mean, like yeah. yeah, right. It's, it's got yeah. nothing to do with toxic <laughs> right. masculinity because yeah. I know a lot of guys who are masculine who don't do that shit. And um, yeah. so I think that's a bullshit term. But, you know, she was all into that mm-hmm. whole mode of thinking and, you know, the mm-hmm. LGBTQT or TQ, mm-hmm. whatever the fuck it is. I don't right, know. Right. Um, 
you know, yeah, plus. <laughs> and it's like, you know, I tried to explain to her, look, in fraternal environments when there's guys, that is probably the best thing that you're going to hear. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because we go deep. Mm-hmm. But it's, and it's, also it's a bonding experience. And it's also one of the funniest words. Like yeah. some of those words, like retarded, <laughs> yeah. you know, they are like the funniest ones, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So what's up with that, you know? You know, yeah. people have to stop being offended by things. That's right. just mm-hmm. the way it is. But, yeah. man, back in my days in the Army, one of the toughest guys that we knew, or one of, like, he wasn't, like, fight you tough. He was a good soldier tough, right? Mm-hmm. And he was gay as could be. And that was back in the don't ask, don't tell days, right? Because, you know, when I was in, it was when... um Bush one was just ending passing the torch, you know, to Clinton. And, um, you know, that's when he implemented that policy. Don't ask, don't tell. And that was right in the very beginning of it. Everybody knew this guy was gay. And, you know, I mean, when he came out, it was like, yeah, uh, yeah, okay, Mm -hmm. big deal. You know, he came out after the military, but everybody knew Mm -hmm. he was gay and nobody like he was one of the more popular like soldiers, you know what I'm saying? And nobody mm-hmm. fucking cared. Mm-hmm. The few people who did, it didn't matter because they were so small of a minority. They weren't, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, they didn't that's have what, any So that's voice. what's interesting about some of those words. It's like someone gets mad at a word when you use it like fag, but you don't mean it in the way that they think the word means. Right. Like to them, it's like a hateful term to gay people, but to you... It's a guy that's a bitch, or you're being a bitch, yeah. or, or, or it's an F you. Dude, you, fag, you just hit me in the face, <laughs> right, man. Right, Damn, yeah, you yeah. got me. Yeah, it right? doesn't even mean what they think it, or, or we both have different meanings. And it's a cigarette right. in fucking right. England. Or yeah. a bundle of sticks. Right, <laughs> Is yeah. it a bundle of bundles? Yeah, exactly. Originally or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So can I read something then in this vein? There was something I came across. Yeah. And I'm just curious That'd be great. to mm-hmm. see... And I already know, like somebody posted this and I just took a screenshot, so I don't... It says, we talk about how many women were raped last year, not how many men raped women. We talk about how many girls in a school district were harassed last year, not about how many boys harassed girls. We talk about how many teenage girls in the state of Vermont got pregnant last year, rather than how many boys and men impregnated oh, teenage dang. girls. That's putting like the onus like all on the guy, right? <laughs> so you can see how the use of the passive voice has a political effect. It shifts the focus off of the men and boys and onto the girls and women. Even the term violence against women is problematic. It's a passive construction. There's no active agent in the sentence. It's a bad thing that happens to women, but when you look at the term violence against women, nobody is doing it to them. It just happens to them. Men aren't even part of it. This was quoted, um, this was a quote by Jackson Katz, which I don't know who is and I didn't look into. Yeah. So, I mean, I just thought it would be, it, it's still out there on the internet. Mm-hmm. Like I came across it, so many other people did. So I thought talking about toxic masculinity mm-hmm. and things like that, I was wondering, do you ever, like, would you think it's, and I agree with the fact that it's somebody just being an asshole, mm-hmm. somebody not knowing their boundaries or not knowing how to behave mm-hmm. socially. Or, or not caring. Or not caring. And, but do you ever wonder if maybe it's because they want it, they want, 
men to be more self-responsible in that sense, like be more self-aware of, well, what you're doing is this. And I can see all of the intricacies and stuff, not all of them, but like how that can be misleading when you just say toxic masculinity, because then it creates just a negative connotation to or with masculinity. But I see, I think all of that stuff that they're saying, and I think that the modern feminist movement does this and that's victimize themselves because here's the solution to the problem doing what the fuck you're doing. You're making yourself stronger. You're making yourself more powerful. You're a force. Does that mean bad shit isn't going to happen to you? No, but it just means the likelihood of bad shit happening to you versus or you knowing how to else. deal with that better correct and that's so the thing it's interesting because they're saying the whole passive you know it's like they're saying well you're victimizing women but then they're also trying to victimize and victimize themselves on top of yes you trying to show you that you're victimizing women mm -hmm. it's a weird Folded. Yeah. I was just gonna say to Eric's point, like I think with what you're doing, if more women thought the way or acted as you are to make themselves stronger and you know, I guess uh, less victimizable. Uh, I don't know if that's a word, but they might start to perceive those situations where they saw themselves as a victim in a different way, where suddenly it's like, oh, I wasn't, you know, maybe as much of a victim as I thought. I mean, I yeah, that's how I felt after my depression period. Like, I, and during depression, I would always think of, oh, this is happening to me. Oh, this right. is this. this yeah. it, the world is, the world sucks. Everybody, you know, right. I suck. It was always me at the bottom and everything was happening so to me mine like was I different. had no like, agency that's funny even depression you can have both of the, like the opposites because to me when I'm depressed it's all my fault right but and that's why I'm depressed but it's your I'm such fault a piece of shit, right? yeah but it's <laughs> a know? weird contorted <laughs> I just think it's kind of like this thing that I read you know it's a weird contorted thing you're saying it's your fault but it's but you're not necessarily truly, I, I don't know. Taking like responsibility. Taking responsibility uh, for it. Like you're stopping at that. Right, it, right. It's kind of like this whole, yeah. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Texas abortion thing, right? Right. Okay, first of all, I'm going to clarify something. I think that giving any governmental power to have that kind of overreach is fucking ridiculous. The good thing I think about this Texas bill is that it's an in-your-face fuck you to the left of this is what you're giving the government is all this power, right? And sure. so they make this ludicrous bill that I think there's a lot of debate on the bill, but that if you're, you know, a Lyft driver or you're even a friend and you're going to get an abortion past, you know, what they call the heartbeat, um, you know, stage, stage yeah. then you could be liable for a $10,000 civil suit, right? Is it you or the doctor? The doctor can, anybody who helps facilitate the process. Okay. So this person who's giving your ride or What if they don't even, know, though? Like, I could be going to, like, Planned right. Parenthood. That, that's what I'm like saying. That that's don't... overreaching. Mm -hmm. That that shouldn't be. So you don't be... like the fact that, like, uh, the state can say whether you can or cannot? Well. Even though you might. No, right. What I don't like, first, because we can't even get to the argument if you can get fined or, or sued for 10000 
because you gave her a ride. Get all that shit out of there, mm-hmm. right? Let's mm-hmm. get rid of that bullshit. And let's have the real discussion of what do we consider a life and what do we not? And that focus mm-hmm. on that. It's, it's so vague. It would be cool if we could actually have that conversation. Because when, when, you, when you look, but even when you do look at the, like if you ever seen a graph of like, here's the baby at weeks, you yep. know, three weeks, four, you know? Yep. It's pretty hard to tell at what point. It's impossible to tell. There's no, like, moment where it's mm-hmm. like, oh, it's a person. Sure. Right? Yeah, so, so so they can have reasonable, agreed-upon times. And, you know, then you hear things like this, right? That, you know, because what they said is that heartbeat is, you know, what the liberals want to do is say, well, that's at five weeks. And what the conservatives are saying is, no, that's at 12 weeks. Okay, so it's... Between oh, five a, and twelve. A range, uh, well, right, because the there, liberals uh, are going to try to go on the most wants is gonna put the earliest most, side as possible. And because the conservatives will right, go on the latest side correct. as possible. Right? Okay, <laughs> somewhere in yeah. between there, and it's probably not, you know, like you said, v- defined exactly. You're not going to have like day fucking, right. you know, one hundred where it's like all of a sudden there's a heartbeat. Right. Um, okay. Huh. But the, here's the thing that I think. And, you know, I know that liberal women, if they hear this, are probably going to fucking lose their shit. And masculine feminists, fuck you. I don't give a I don't give a fuck about you. So you can be pissed all you want. You know what I'm saying? But here's the thing. Women have to take responsibility for that. Men should, too. But at the end of the day, why wouldn't you want to take responsibility? I mean, it's an important Same, issue. I mean, well, what's, take, what's taking the responsibility? The, Having the kid or? The, or? So what, what's going on right now is there's this big thing that's like men need to take responsibility for women getting pregnant just as much as women need to take responsibility for them getting pregnant. I agree. There's a lot of fucking things that you could say. Well, okay, men need to be cool. Like I've never like browbeaten anybody who's wanted me to use a fucking rubber right mm. um so I, I think the but there is maybe we could all recognize that just biologically there is like an inequality there right the sure fact that like a dude can just go around fucking everybody and but, for a chick there's like a serious danger in every like sexual experience well, that, well uh, so yeah right? so my yeah. point is though that if all of those things fail all those stop guards where it's like okay you said you weren't gonna have sex without some level of protection whatever that is and then for whatever happened it got past that and it got to the point where maybe the guy's a dick and said he was gonna help you out and then bails even the worst things why would you not want to take responsibility as a female because here's the thing if all if you fucked up or you fucked up my business okay and created a problem where it's an issue it still comes down to me as my responsibility well, and so i should want so to take that responsibility on and say it's because what you did value self responsibility right that's why so and, it's like and I that's th- what i think the left and you know all of this shit is that she just read it's trying to pass that responsibility it's like mm-hmm. these are important issues why wouldn't you want especially if it affects you directly to take the responsibility to make sure the right thing happens for you and then we get that whole, okay, well, it's a guy's just as responsible. Yeah, we know this, but 
the world isn't fucking perfect. So when all of those other stop guards fail, take responsibility and figure yeah. out a solution. Mm -hmm. And I think what the right is saying in a large regard is don't use abortions as birth control. And the left, I think what they're saying in a large regard is don't tell me how to fucking, you know, make choices with my body. Which right? is the state intervening, you know, that kind of stuff, authoritarianness. Yeah. Which so, is weird. Yeah, 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 because they, they tend to be on that side. They're contradictory but, right now with but, uh, but so that's, so I think what it comes down to, I've been thinking about this, is that whole, you have to place your values in a hierarchy. Mm -hmm. Because like we were talking about earlier, how sometimes two values conflict. So maybe this one is that freedom versus safety thing. Mm -hmm. It's a, somewhere, somehow related to sure. that, you know. Um, whereas, you know, your freedom gets taken away and you're safe, but then your safety gets taken away and you're not free, mm -hmm. the whole thing. So at some point, maybe we, and I don't even know how we do that. Like, I don't know how much our values really are, like, logically thought out. Or do we yeah. just have them? I don't, I don't know. But you have to, like, place those. And you have to, at some point, say, it's better to be free even though you're right. not safe. So that That's when, why when our that moment is perfect. Right. But so then when that moment comes where there's an event that happens and you're like, I don't know what to do because you value both safety and because mm -hmm. you don't want to die. You want to be safe. Yeah. You know, you don't get hurt or whatever uh, to an extent. And so you got to like uh, have that in a hierarchy. So when the moment comes that those two come into conflict, you can say, well, I think this thing is a little better, even though I value the other thing. Mm hmm. Right. But you got to have dialogue on it. Mm -hmm. You got to be able to come to some level of and an that's agreement. What's interesting about but, abortion, in particular, yeah. because it's like I think the hardest conversation you could have with the most emotional. It's the most mm -hmm. emotional conversation, right? Well, Anytime well, you've it comes up, look, it's right. like I've never seen the conversation had very well between people that disagree. But, but you, know? you got to look at rationalization, right? I mean, we got to look at things in context. And you guys could tell me I'm a fucking idiot if you think this. But this is kind of how I think about this. And this might even affect you more, since how that would affect you more. But a lot of the left wants gun control. And they say guns are killing people, whatever, right? And there's an argument. Mm -hmm. But isn't taking an abortion at some level ending a life, right? Now, you might not call it killing because killing might be too harsh, but it's ending a life. Yeah. So there's the thing. It's like, you know, you could say that everything should be legal. You could say, oh, but, you know, you should have the right to choose. But that's why I'm a libertarian, I think. Right. So but then the end, maybe the extreme of that argument is you get to do whatever you want. And then you got to be like, oh, wait, we have rules. You can't murder people, for right. instance. That's a law. You want to be free. But well, we I also agree that uh, that. We shouldn't be free to just kill each other all the time. Right, but right? I think... so. But, that, but you see where I'm going with that, though? So then, you know, there's that battle of But that's the right actual there. argument right there. Mm -hmm. I mean, that argument right there is what we're talking about. And so I think on both sides that they would say... And, and you know, I've got mixed feelings on this. So I'm not... I don't have a definitive position on this. Yeah, it's hard. And, um, but... Both sides are saying that you shouldn't have the right to just kill somebody. And so what one side is saying, well, that's what an abortion is. It's terminating a life. I get that argument. That argument makes a lot of sense to me. I mean, it doesn't, it's not like for me to understand that and be like, well, that doesn't make sense. I get if they, with technology, they say, look, 
this child is going to be severely impaired. They've got, you know, some sort of, you know, heart problem, birth defect, their quality of life is, you know, they're going to be on whatever. Okay. Maybe there's a, another branch of this discussion that you go, but even so it's still terminating a life. So and, you could say it is terminating a life, right. and you don't want people to tell a woman not to ch- that she can't choose. Mm-hmm. You could say both, but, right? Because you're, re- you're realizing that both those things. Let's are take this argument further, okay? Mm-hmm. What about like um, older people or somebody who's very ill, and you take them off life support? Remember how right. they had that Doctor Kevorkian who would go around and help people pass mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. and he got you know charged with all of these fucking counts i don't ever really know what happened but it's like you're helping suicide. assisting yeah, suicide yeah. so machine, right like that's in it, right? that's terminating the life <laughs> it's crazy as well yeah that, and, i think that so, people use that argument a lot like you could say that the baby's not alive yet right but mm-hmm. there's this like potential for like aliveness and in the same way like if your dad went into a coma He's not like if you tell someone to find a life, oh, they can do this, this, and that. But well, the person in a coma can't do those things either. So does that mean they're not alive? But like, there's old, older point? people or, or mm-hmm. ill people who have asked, specifically requested. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they weren't able to have their family, right. yeah. you know, do that. Like Million Dollar Baby. I just watched that again. Yeah, yeah, he, he yeah does maybe. It at the end, right? He does it. <laughs> at the end. He loves. The, he loves her as a daughter, but then he's. She wants her, him to let her go. I, that's a spoiler, yeah. or whatever. But <laughs> nice. <laughs> that's the end Ruin of the movie. For, no, I've seen it. Right. I got. Ro- okay, so check this out. On a side note, real quick, this was fucked up because, you know, I, I've always trained a lot of women, and so this was, in this transition, I took the gym over from Christoph, and he had you know, an all female class. Right. Okay. Yeah. And so I'd been training and kept that class going. So it was a largely all female class. A few guys would pop into it. And, um, one of the girls, you know, thought it'd be a great thing to get everybody together and go see this movie. And they were like, Oh, it's an okay. empowerment, female, <laughs> right. strong movie. And so I'm sitting there in this row, you know, I go cause I felt <laughs> obligated. Right. And this was the first and only event I did like that. Mm. Okay. And fucking, I'm looking around and all these chicks in this row are crying. And I'm just like, holy fuck. (laughs) This is the worst. Yeah, I'm like, you know, because again, whatever, people might think it's lame. You're not going to fucking see me crying in public. You know, it's just not going to happen. I mean, unless there's this really crazy shit that happened. But... A movie will get me. I'm, I'm pretty, pretty much going like, to... A movie will yeah. get me. I'll yeah. be honest. Well, yeah. I, I'd be honest. And if I was at my house and I was in an environment where it was cool, I might fucking be like, all right. Yeah, I was going to say, I think but, they choose when and how. But, right. but women have just like access to that, right? Like, right. And so uh, I'm sitting there and they're looking at me in some regards like I'm expected to fucking be sharing the same emotional fucking deal. And I'm looking at them like... When the fuck can I get out of this goddamn movie? <laughs> yeah, it was it was funny. All right, back to the original <laughs> deal. But I never actually I got invited to a few more, you know, okay, so this is fucked up. Did you guys ever hear about that play The Vagina Monologues? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it just got group, taken down by the like, group of oh, girls yeah. wanted me to go see it with them. I'm oh, like, fuck man. no. I'm like, straight up, no, I will not. I would yeah. use that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yes, I forget what happened. Like, they had people take down... I think there's no more vagina monologues because some SJWs thought it wasn't, like, diverse enough. Right. I'm I'm pretty sure that that happened, like, two or three years ago. Yeah. (laughs) So, (laughs) So, like... Because they didn't talk about the male vagina? Right. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, that might have been part of it. The the trans part might have been part of it. I think that was, yeah. Hmm. And so, yeah, they had, you know. And then the thing about it, too, is, like, uh, every year, it's like a, a thing where all the kids do it every year like the new students, mm-hmm. right? And so there was all these alumni that were like, this is fucked up that they're canceling this thing for women or whatever. It's another one of those examples. So all the old you know, cast members were like, this is a good thing. And then all the new ones were like, hey, there's no trans people. There's not enough whatever. Yeah. You know? And then they took it down. And I think Isn't they that like, lost funding. Isn't man, for like, again, I don't have anything against trans people, but the community is so small. It's such a... Yeah fraction of the population that we're trying to make inclusions it's, it's, it's for putting, it's putting the the most obscure the most strange not that you know yeah. because i mean it gets even stranger right oh yeah and put that and we put that on the top yeah give it it's the like, most attention it's like flipping it upside down like there is a natural hierarchy like if you're weird like i've been weird yeah. i was weird in high school you know were you that <laughs> kind of weird though i had black I have black painted nails. Yeah. I have dreads. I know a lot of people okay. like that, though. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, all right, so I wasn't as weird as weird gets. Yeah. But there is, like, some sort of arrangement of how things go. Some things end up lower than other things. And and so the, the thing that's going on is to try to put that lowest thing in the highest position. Yeah. Right? It's like and you give most attention to the most... To the most obscure. But, right. mm-hmm. you know, again, I don't... Yeah, I see that as there's, like, a, a trans... Um, woman who's at King Supers down the road, okay. right? I mean, literally, that's the only trans person I've seen in fucking mm-hmm. a year and some change, it's right? Maybe like Seattle. Longer. Yeah. But, <laughs> but even Seattle. I don't know. I, right? see, I see trans people way I know what you're Right. But, but think of how many people you see in a day. And then think of the number of trans people you see. Right. You can't even, you know, mm-hmm. give it a real right. number value. You're going to be right. like, OK, I saw four this right. month and I've seen right. five million people or, so, you know, mm-hmm. this month. Of, yeah, I'd probably see maybe five to ten a month. But I'm also. Yeah, but you're at clubs and stuff. Yeah, you know, you're in Yeah, I mean, I'm here. Yeah. At yeah, most young, younger the people, time. there's probably a higher percentage. The younger the people are. Well, now yeah. it's becoming a fad. Mm-hmm. I see a lot of. Um, Androgynousy people, mm-hmm. you know yeah. that right. you're like, yeah. I don't they're NBs. Is that what it's called? Non-binary. Non-binary. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah non. What have we got? NBI. NBI, right? NB. Yeah. Yeah. But even that, I'm not seeing like again a quantifiable number that one. I don't see anybody treating them bad. And even growing up, man, there was this one kid who we knew was. He was kind of like new wavy gay. You know what I'm saying? That, mm-hmm. like, uh, what does that mean? <laughs> like um, uh, Depeche Mode. Yeah, Depeche Mode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> new gay. <laughs> I mean, I don't think that that kid got fucked with any more than any other kid. Mm-hmm. Your kids, right. you fuck with kids. But yeah. I don't ever recall seeing that kid being relentlessly, you know, pursued. Um mm-hmm. We were all like jerks to each other. 
So yeah. mm-hmm. I think that it's kind of, in my opinion, like the whole racial thing. Does it exist? Yeah. Is it quantifiable? No. You can't say that white supremacy is this fucking overriding issue, right? I mean... Yeah. I mean, how much of it is just that any culture that you have, any group of people, is going to have a culture... And there's going to be like a normative thing. Yeah. You know, we tell each other what the right thing to do is. And, you know, we like kind of like adjust to each other a little bit. Well, we forget that we all evolved within our cultures as right. well. So yeah, yeah. there's like a legitimate biological response to people of other cultures that sends like a warning signal to your brain, whether mm. you're racist or not. Okay. Yeah, you're yeah, already yeah. on a higher mm. alert mm. when you're around somebody that's from another, from a foreign yeah. place. From different. Yeah. Just different, yeah. right? Tribes. Yeah. Tribal yeah. fucking. I mean, I go into other jujitsu schools. I haven't since the p- pandemic or anything, but you know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. everybody's like that. You're mm-hmm. the new guy. You're the different guy. You're mm-hmm. the strange guy. Even the yeah, groups yeah, yeah. that you know I'm affiliated with. That's right. It's still mm-hmm. like yeah. you go in so, there. I don't go in there yeah. like oh like I walk in here. Yeah. If I'm gonna roll with you guys, I don't think anybody in here is gonna try to fucking rip my shoulder out, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I go to another gym. It's a safe space. And, you don't yeah. know that. Yeah. Well, right. Especially being mm-hmm. a black belt, people are gonna try to go harder. Yeah. They're gonna try to. Well, so it's interesting you know, to see those things more as like a symbol, really. Like so group being in groups you know and and walls there's walls to your gym or maybe like hypothetical ones Mm -hmm. that like certain people are in this area and in this area we do a certain thing and we have agreements about what we're doing here you know what i mean so yeah so what are walls what are groups what is what is being you know an outsider an insider you know like i think a lot of those things are better understood that way it's not like you say, like, just to say it's white supremacy or the hegemony or all these, you know, or, you know, America or it's like they're missing the deeper principle. That's like we all deal with groups, you know, immigration's mm-hmm. another one, walls and that one, boundaries. Yeah. You know, and then and again, the thing about the strange being on the outside of the boundary yeah. and the normal being on the inside. Our bodies are that our skins a wall. You, you know? know, I mean, we call yeah. people from other countries aliens. Right. Or foreigners, <laughs> so. yeah. yeah, 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 aliens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. I think a lot of those things are better understood that way. You know, we get mixed up in the, the poli- you know, the politics is like lower down, you know, the higher idea, you know, exists in more places. There's a principle to it. It's not just the particular. Yeah. So in that regard, you got to kind of like change your mindset, right? About? Because <laughs> I'm a hipster. Yeah. Not you. I'm saying like in general. Change. Oh, mindsets. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Right. So, based on what our topic of discussion was going to be. Well, we started was, talking about other things. I was like, oh, that was a good lead. Segway, segway. Like, it could have been that, right? unnoticed, but we had to talk about the segue for right. some reason. I know, right? So, so, what was it, though? Like, challenge and change mindsets? Is that what? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you're, as you continue to become an adult or experience life you should always check yourself i would say mm. why otherwise you'll wreck yourself yeah yeah well i have one i've been going through like uh this just came to me like i didn't think of it when we were talking i saw the text or whatever <laughs> i read this book which I, i've talked about here a few times the uh, the Crisis of the Modern Age. It's by this old French dude a couple hundred years ago. He, or maybe just a hundred. And um, 
Uh, it's about like the traditional outlook versus modernity and what's happened now. And uh, it, it has like, you know, made, it's challenged a ton of what I thought I, I thought what I thought I knew about stuff. And um, in what way? Um, it, it might be hard to get specific. Like, like for one, there's this one struggle I'm having, like between thinking that the Western uh, liberal enlightenment philosophy has provided this like amazing place for like humans, you know, freedom and uh, maybe the arts and the technology and stuff that we've been able to develop. Like there's this good to that. Mm -hmm. And then that good can maybe fight off wokeism or I don't know. Like it's it's a good like that. It's a good thing. Mm -hmm. But then the other side is this like Western thing is also this. Uh, it's uh, it's like materialist. Uh, the the problems with the individual the the heightening of the individuals. It creates like egotism and like mm -hmm. narcissism. And so uh, at the same time, all these Western ideas provided you know what we what we're living in in a good way. They also might be why we're so in a meaning crisis when none of us know what to do with our lives people become more and more separated families are deteriorating you know the mm -hmm. gender stuff all you know every, you know so yeah. so it's it's done that in my own head and it's like it's and then it's it's also made me think so his idea is the 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 way to say cure the the uh, modernity problem is in contact with traditional cultures so maybe in my own space, it would be like, I've, I've thought about like going to church, but honestly, when I think about that, it makes me fucking squirm. Mm -hmm. Like, I, you know, I don't know. Like I've been to church a couple times as a kid, uh, you know, I never went, you know what I mean? And we would just like make fun of it and like just goof off, you know? <laughs> and so, you know, uh, yeah, so I'm kind of going through that, you know, well, I was that I was happening beforehand, but mm -hmm. it made me even think about it more. And it's like, if there are all these problems with this mindset that I do hold, I, when I'm reasonable, I am an atheist, even though like I, you know, also intuit like the other side of things. So um, yeah, and it's made a lot of conflict, honestly, mm -hmm. in myself. Like, so I'm ch it, it challenged ideas, and I. I also recognize that sometimes that thing's kind of dangerous. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. you read a book, you, maybe you got to choose like what books you read like, carefully. I'm, I'm serious, <laughs> no? You know, here's what I... It's no, funny. Here's what I can <laughs> no, that's on. a good point. It's like what media you listen to or watch. Yeah, or yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but this is what I think true balance is, right? Because I think balance has got to be in motion. I don't think balance being still is at least functional balance, right? I mean, we've got to take into account of the world that we live in, right? And so then I think it's got to be balance in motion. And I think having those conflicts are extremely important. I think the, mm. the problem is people who don't have those conflicts. If you're not conflicted with these two ideas, then you're one, not in balance. It's just the facts. You're on one side of the position. Mm. And there should be the part of you that's the rational part, that's the atheist part, right? Because if you rationally break it down, well, okay, how could you say, well, on the seventh day that God created fucking, you know, people, eighth day rock and roll, right? Isn't that the Kiss song? Yeah. Is that right? <laughs> right? You guys remember that? I don't. But God created <laughs> rock and roll. I think that's how it went. Uh, right. Something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, but the problem is though, like I dig the balance. Right, right? But, but you have that, 
you have that part. But mm. then, again, look at all the logical people you know. Mm-hmm. They're fucking robots. They right. really are. It's like they've got no tone to them. They've got their monotone. Mm. They don't yeah. draw people. There's not like people that are like really inspired by them. They might mm-hmm. do great mm-hmm. things, mm-hmm. but I'm saying they don't have the emotion and they don't have the wonderment and mm-hmm. they don't have the thing that why why do some people like radiate? Well, you can't just say, oh, well, that's scientifically because of X. Mm-hmm. You can't put a okay. word on it. You can't put a But you a can, though, and they it. would be spiritual words. You uh, would correct. Be like, yeah, correct. Charisma, yeah, that, but, yeah. charisma. Yeah. I bet if we looked up a word like that, it would have... A, a, but you know what I'm saying? It's that... It's that uh, spirit. The spirit, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, and so they, that they should shine. be like... They shine. Right, if it's you've right, got glow, that, though, right. mm-hmm. how can you say that there's not some higher power mm-hmm. that you've got a little piece of? Mm-hmm. You, you know, because there's things that we haven't even tapped into in ourselves, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, well, those things, then they, mm-hmm. they should live together. They should be pulling and mm-hmm. pulling mm-hmm. and pulling. And you're always fucking coming back and you're mm-hmm. challenging yourself because so that goes to exactly what the mm-hmm. topic is though yeah yeah. No. yeah so with mindsets i think a little bit what you're saying is also like um what would you say like maybe that known and unknown idea right it's like a little bit of the unknown comes in and that challenges our mindset mm-hmm. right because our mindset in essence is what's known like our map of the world or something like that um and there is like some balance to be struck there though you know it's like you because like too much openness too much new is chaos and you don't you know what i mean it's like you don't know what to think you know, right you gotta build this, up you gotta take a this? little yeah. bit at a time yeah it makes but, doubt and things but like then, that then though mm. think about this again this is at least how i think about balance I'm, I'm trying to look at it from dimensions and if i get good at dealing with the little fluctuations in the fucking you know my belief system it's not going to be little fluctuations anymore. I'm not going to, I'm not going to be balanced. I'm not going to be bothered by anything. We need fucking huge disruptions so that you're swinging one way. And then, you know what I'm saying? But you got to build up to that. If you start that too soon, like you Mm -hmm. said, you crash. But if if you don't start to take on more and more and challenge yourself with bigger tasks and more difficult problems, um, the zone of proximal development Mm -hmm. this morning, you ever heard of that? Mm -hmm. Um, It's like, there's like the zone, like they talk about it with kids, but you could just learning in general. Like a kid can't do a task, and then with some help, he can okay, do a I task. That's this. that's that mm-hmm. zone. And then here is the task that like he could do on his own. Mm-hmm. So it takes you know a little bit of help here, and mm-hmm. then you can reach farther than you, yeah, you could keep, otherwise. You keep you build, going. You build the skill. That's how you right. build the skill. Um, yeah, and it's like a whole. Um, you need the person that knows that was a part of it. I forget what they call it. It was a cool term. Um, so someone that's knowledgeable, right? Uh, they used the example of like a kid. Uh, it was supposed to build a model out of like bricks, blocks, right? Like, you know, little kid stuff. And then the mom was there. And uh, when the kid was doing good, the mom wouldn't say that much, you know? Um, but then when the kid was struggling, she gave more and more input to try to like help them. And then once they were doing good again, then they get out of the way. Mm-hmm. And it's, it made me think that mo- that's just like moms know that shit, which mm-hmm. makes some scientific ideas like that kind of funny that you have this big term, yeah. zone of proximal development, whatever. And moms just like do that. Right. We all do that. When you're around a kid, you like, 
you know, I heard that idea. You use words that are a little bit out of their range of understanding, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, because like, you want them to. Yeah, you want you right. want them to be climbing, mm -hmm. but yeah, yeah. you want it to be in reach. Yeah, right. you don't baby mm -hmm. talk forever, right? <laughs> right. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I heard the baby talk are interesting one recently too. That what that provides is like feedback. Right, so that they know what they sound like. Uh -huh. Right, because otherwise, like, oh, <laughs> like that. Damn, I'm annoying shit. <laughs> uh, and you know what? That's funny because you know that's funny because I do that sometimes. If my if you know Phoenix or, or Jade like whine, I whine back. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah, I mean, because like, that's what I hear. I'm like, oh. yeah. well, I can go <laughs> one of oh, yeah, two ways: either they stop or they just go. Right. Extra crazy. That's right. They could, yeah. yeah. My nieces would, if they hit a certain pitch, I would just stare at them in the face and I would just try to sing that pitch back to them. Uh, uh. Just kind of make fun of them and then they would just fucking like... They'd be in uh, shock, and they didn't. That's know funny because it's a lot of times so it's just, an annoying sound. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. It's like yeah. something like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. That is true. Mm -hmm. The intention to annoy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Gotta so, make sure you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so as far as like mindsets go, maybe it's like um, you you need like a little bit at a time because then like, oh yeah, that's the other part of it was like a flow kind of thing, right? Where it's like too much uh, is, if it's too challenging, it's ang it makes anxiety. Mm -hmm. And then if it's not challenging enough, then you're bored. So you got to like get it in the middle of those two things. Well, and it's, know? again, it, it's developing the mindset because... As you get more competent, you want more challenging things. You mm -hmm. want that mm -hmm. fucking mountain that when you're down here, you couldn't even see, mm -hmm. right? But now you're up here and you're like, oh, there's a legitimate mm -hmm. challenge to be working towards. And then we go back to what we talked about before, having the beacon, right? That's the beacon, the challenge. And you start to work your way up to those challenges, right? You take on a little bit more and you take on a little bit more and you take on a little bit more. And mm -hmm. what we were talking about in the segue was this victimization, though, that mm -hmm. is going on, this fucking... It prevents that. Yeah, it, it does. And most people, I would argue, want to be more comfortable and take on just little challenges than people who want to take on large challenges. And I think that's cool, too. But the problem is, I think, don't fucking fuck with me because I'm not going to fuck with you, right? I'm not going to make you take on a big challenge, but don't make me mm -hmm. be marginalized by taking on small mm -hmm. challenges. And I think those yeah. are the big things that we talk about with this toxic masculinity. Mm -hmm. Okay. You want masculine fucking men. Toxic shouldn't even be part of it. That's just a dick. Mm -hmm. That's a bad person or somebody who's got some, you know, yeah. some problem with, yeah. you know, that moral position there, there was another part in the hidden tribes um uh like the st statistics there was one that was like people who think like the government should have like more and more control right that was one mm -hmm. thing and then another thing was that m most of the things in your life are out of your control mm -hmm. so that's interesting like you would less believe in self responsibility if like at base level you had a presupposition that was like um life is out of my control, right? Then you wouldn't even try self-responsibility, right? And you would no, want maybe you, the government to... I think to, you would... I, see, I disagree with that. But I think, doesn't self-responsibility imply you have some control over your life? And I think that's yes, true. Yes, absolutely. You know what I mean? but, I, but do you see I, what I'm I do, saying? But, like how that could but create... But the people who 
the people who want to control themselves, right? Mm -hmm. They want to go after shit that's out of control. They don't want to go after shit that's in control. That that's yeah, yeah. the thing. Well, I mean, well, but all it's saying is that um, you have some say in your life, and that it's not just randomness rain down on you from from fate or whatever. Well, you know? right. But when you have, here's the thing, though. I think this is where people get fucked up because they they choose one or the other. Mm. What I'm saying is when you have some control over your life, right? And you recognize that you can't control shit. Then oh, right, right. you're like, fuck, this is badass because now I got all of these well, cool problems and how you deal with mm, uncontrollable yeah. shit. Right. That is the fucking, totally. the whole deal. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. I've been reading some, the, that some stoic stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, one came across recently that applied to like, mm. Uh, like a fight I had yeah. with a family member or whatever. And it said, uh, uh, don't resent a fig tree for secreting juice was the quote. Mm -hmm. uh, things do what they do. You know, people do. And it was like, people do what they do. Right. And it was like that person that did, a, a, you know, a ridiculous thing to me or whatever, whatever happened, you know, some stupid fight, you know, that's just what a person like that does. Yep. So why am I getting affected by that at all? Mm -hmm. Right. And so it, it, again, it's like, so I like that. It's like the universe is like not under your control to the most part, you could mm -hmm. say, to the vast majority. But then if you then that puts response. That's why it's self-responsibility. Mm -hmm. Right. It's like, um, you know, changing your perspective or your how you interpret a situation. You know, that's what you can control. Right. So not the outside world necessarily. Sure. Um, but there is a bridge. Because when you learn a skill, you affect the material world or whatever, mm -hmm. and you do affect other people and stuff. So there is a there's a there's a line there, but yeah, yeah. I, I think it comes down to though in in that that line, if you will, is are you trying to improve yourself? If you're trying to improve yourself, then you also have to understand that you know that person who fucking just does what they do, do and you know you react in a certain manner, right? And let's say that manner isn't what you had hoped you would have reacted. Right. Yeah. Okay. But a lot of people, again, get stuck in those areas rather than being like, right, the, mm. it's not in balance. It's going to pull mm. me to this side. Mm. So my goal mm. is now to work it back towards this side. So you fuck mm. up one time, yeah. maybe you make it a little bit better the next time. Maybe you fuck up 10 times in a right. row, and but then you, you make you, this fuck up and can, here's right. the line and you're edging yourself yeah. closer to that and line. You, you could be thankful for the experience of something that right. made you fuck up or whatever. So that goes <laughs> yeah. back to I was trying to I've been trying to explain this to people because several people have called me out on this when I say I don't have bad days. But that's that's what I'm equating it to mm -hmm. is because if I fucked up during the day, I can always set a little bit of a plan. It doesn't even have to be a fucking massive change, right? It could be one little click better. And then how can you end on a bad note? This is why I've never in my mind experienced a plateau in jujitsu. And I've been doing this for 30 years now, right? I've been doing martial arts for 30 years. It's, um, it's like that uh, ch the cello player, have you heard this one? Like some old cello player teacher, they're like 80 years old. And uh, some student asks, why do you still practice three hours a day? And he says, I'm starting to notice an improvement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's how it is because yeah. you keep seeing improvements. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you, again, if you accept small improvements and stop, like, 
so many people want to make these big improvements so quick. It's like if you don't make it, then you fucking have this big loss. And most people don't recover well from losses like that. We're not taught to, right? right? They don't teach it in school. They don't teach failing. They teach failing as an absolute rather than, oh, man, failing. Yeah, fuck, we've all done that. We mm. keep going. You make little adjustments, Feedback, yeah. right? And so when you have these big gaps like that, then it's like, well, why should I even try? Mm. Because it's right. such a big gap. You know, it was interesting because um, I was watching the podcast between Russell Brand and Candace Owens. Mm. And that was one of the things that Russell Brand is saying. He's like, but don't you realize that um, most people who are rich are or, or had money before? It was generational. That's what he was saying. I don't know the statistics on that. Right. But then he... And in the same, you know, like part of the conversation, he's talking to Candace and he's like, you know, you've been, you've made it and I've made it, but most people. And here's the thing, though, Russell Brand and Candace Owens, who the fuck are they? You, you know what I'm saying? Mm. They're you and me, right? They're, they're any one of us. And so they made it. They figured out the method there, yeah, and to get it. There's something that's called that rich people get poor and poor people get rich. Movement, economic right. movement, or right. some word for that. Yeah, yeah. But that could be in anything that you're doing, right? Mm -hmm. And so the the fact of the matter is that the more that people accept that they can do that, then they just got to learn the processes, right? And the processes are small gains. If you've always got a small gain, uh, somebody told me this early in my jujitsu training is that jujitsu is a game of small rewards. And so, you know, again, everybody wants to get the fucking submission, right? And they miss all the little cool things along the way that if they just collected those and did those more, that they're going to be that much closer to the submission. But the average black belt is like 10 to 15 years, right? And so you got a lot of time to collect little things to get to that part where, man, it, you, you know, you really understand it. So that's where I think people run into problems is that they see this gap being so huge. Mm -hmm. But what does that even mean, right? Because like you're making up this thing in your mind. Of the, of like the space? The, yeah, and of the what is at the end of that space. You don't even know what's at the end. You're like sure. making that up. Well, and, what and I'm saying is that's your mm -hmm. marker. That's just of what you see. I mean, mm -hmm. you can't see beyond something if you don't see that, mm -hmm. if you don't get to that point first. Well, right? what I'm saying is like, depending on what you visualize that ending to be, is whether or not you're going to be positive about like getting, like it determines it, like how positive you're going to be. Like what you're saying, the ability to, to be okay with small gains mm -hmm. versus the person that like sees some vision of what it is to be, you know, badass at jujitsu for using that example mm -hmm. and what that looks like and then they give up on the way it's mm -hmm. because there's some problem in the way that they're like seeing that path sure i think uh, they're keeping their eye on the uh, on that and stumbling yeah. and and then the, the whole thing way. about like comparing yourself to like yourself like the jordan peterson thing mm -hmm. compare yourself to who you were yesterday rather than to, like someone else right because like it, it can suck to compare yourself to Jimi hendrix or whatever you know what i mean you're like oh my god right like, you know <laughs> right you know you just see the difference and you're like oh this guy's great and then so again it's a perspective thing because that's a lens that's making you look really small and and, and you know what i mean and, mm -hmm. and pushes you down whereas other lenses that 
you know, because if you only see that you're better than you were yesterday, you're still looking up. You're like, you're seeing right. ascension rather than just like this lowly, you know, right. place. Yeah. Right. Or some people aren't even looking up. They're just mm -hmm. looking around now. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. They're looking, they're not understanding that there's other dimensions because this is what I think is this whole feminist movement, right? I think the feminist movement was important because it got women the rights that they have today, which is the same rights that you have, which is the same rights that I have. There's no like there's no coup or there's no like conspiracy that's the word i was looking for that is groups of men trying to hold women down it just doesn't exist anymore it doesn't mean there's not dicks and there's not assholes or there's not just guys being guys i mean fuck you know a room full of wrestlers are gonna say shit that you know you're not going to hear just in normal conversation with other people, a room full of soldiers. Yeah. I mean, you did that all the time and it's just, it, it's healthy, right? It's not like people are looking at women and being like, Oh, let's go rape her. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's yeah. not something like that. It's yeah. like, Oh man, check out that chick's ass or whatever. Is it polite? No, but it's important in those kinds of environments because in that environment, those are testosterone environments. You want that. You need that. You're going to fight. You're training to fight, right? And to fight is that at least in the beginning, if you don't have that, good luck. You don't have that. But then once you've got that, then you can start to temper it. And that's, again, the swing mm -hmm. of the line. You got to pull really hard to one direction for a moment. Get yeah. people really fucking tough right? Get soldiers aggressive. I mean, they used to say to us in basic training, like you'd have these, you know, like chants that you'd be saying, and one would be like a drill sergeant would be like, what makes the grass grow? And you're like, blood, blood, blood makes the grass grow. And they're like, what makes the grass green? Guts, guts. You, you know what I'm saying? You're mm. saying, you know, to kill and, you know, to kill with no mercy, shit like that, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Do they really want that? No, they don't want you to be some cold fucking blooded killer, but they got to make you that first, right? They got to say, okay, well, fuck, we got to get you to a place where you will kill. Now, great, now we got you there. Let's swing you back a little bit, right? And let's get some control over that. Let's make you a respectable soldier or martial artist, right? You don't want your students to go out and just start kicking the shit out of people. But you do want them to be able to do that, right? I mean, you know, look at the, the young kids. When I heard, you know, kind of how that um, fight played fight. out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, I talked to his mom about it. She was happy. I was happy. Mm -hmm. And he did he the right thing. The, he like, he could have hurt the kid even worse. Yeah, right? absolutely. And, and he, like, held him back, right? And that's a good thing to know that he can. And then it's a good thing to know that he's developing the responsibility not to do that. But if he couldn't in the first place, either that kid would have got beat up really bad or he would have got beat up really bad or you know what I'm saying? It would have got broken up. But what I'm saying is that that being able to do that gives you the confidence to make a choice. And that's what people aren't doing, right? They're not becoming tough. I think people are weak as fuck right now. I think this is the weakest time we've been in, you know, our history and a lot of it's because of that like just not willing 
mm-hmm. to swing. If people I, were I, tougher, I heard this uh, this word. I should have brought it, um, and it's like a Norwegian word or mm-hmm. one of those weird, you know, Nordic words, right? And uh, they have a few of these actually. And but this one was, you know, I, I can't remember. I, had, I have no idea how to pronounce it. But it was um, that when peace makes you like weak. When it, when peace makes like uh, a person weak, uh-huh. right? That that's what the word meant, hmm. right? So they have a whole word for that. They also have another one like bear favors is when you're trying to help somebody but you hurt them, right? right. That's that's another one that they have. But yeah, a whole thing about like yeah, if when peace is around, that actually like it creates a harm, right? Yeah. And weakness. That's what it was. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And so. Then mm-hmm. what we were talking about, this challenging your mindset, right? Changing your mindset, challenging yourself. Most people right now aren't doing that. They're set into their belief system and they believe their system is right. Mm-hmm. And again, if you looked at these fucking people that are so against, you know, capitalism, right? Mm-hmm. And let them challenge themselves fuck man if they challenge themselves if they said okay what's bad about capitalism what's good about communism or socialism realistically not fabricated oh it could be like this just the specific data that you have right you challenge your belief systems i mean and that's what it would help to know people mm -hmm. that actually think those things right that's like a problem a lot of people have is they don't know anybody that has that view Mm -hmm. and so then they in their head they make this fake idea of you know a lot of times it's the dumb stuff if you realize that wouldn't you want to put yourself in situations where you're exposing yourself more right to the to another view especially if it's a important thing i mean you mm-hmm. can't do it with everything but yeah, right. if it's something that's really important for you it's like this is what i'm basing my life's philosophy off of mm. and i think like, do it that again that hidden tribes uh, report that i was reading this morning a big aspect was it of it was like how polarizing everything is right right now and it's just like becoming more and more yeah. so like to some crazy extreme um and so what i wonder about is like so i agree like it would be better if everybody um, de- deconstructed their beliefs and ideas about things yeah. and then had more contact with the opposite idea. Yeah. Um, but then there's also the problem of like the shared narrative. And that might be the biggest problem, right? Is like if, you, if everybody just has all their own views about and we're all just like fighting about stuff, like, you know, I mean, maybe that's what like a, a nation was, mm-hmm. like a family, uh, right? uh, a tribe. Mm-hmm. Is we we all have some that that stuff we agree on, and now a lot of that stuff is like being questioned. So there again is that like contradiction. It's like it's good to contra to to uh, take apart what we think, because mm-hmm. then we realize what we do think and where mm-hmm. maybe we're wrong and off, and we can adapt our mindsets and stuff. But it also makes the danger of taking everything apart, and all of a sudden we don't share anything mm-hmm. you know so i feel that that's like a big thing going on right now like those i, I don't know how to balance those two ideas right? well it's mm-hmm. it's interesting because politically that's happening on the left the right is relatively unified in their beliefs well, even if you look they at, have a shared thing yeah maybe there's something to like to I, I mean you could something. say libertarians libertarians fit more in the right because of what the left is doing mm-hmm. but they're still not 
mm-hmm. Republicans, or and, they're still yeah. not conservative in and, that regard. And this hidden tribe thing was was also showing that most people are like way in the middle. Yeah, there's like they have two middle things, uh-huh. moderate and some other one. Oh yeah, the other one was like politically uh, not involved. Right, and that was the majority of all of the all of these tribes. There's six or seven of them. Yeah, and then not politically active was the the biggest one, and then moderate. Those two are in the middle, and then there was like a couple like pretty middle. You know what I mean? And then there was like, you know, progressive activists mm-hmm. on this end. And the other one was like devoted conservative or something like that on those ends. Mm-hmm. So most people are in the middle. Like the ends were like slivers of the population. Right. But it's been made that mm-hmm. right now the there voices. is no, right. there is no middle right now. Yeah. It's, well, it so, but that, this so was the point. This side. was the point is that this middle exists and mm-hmm. we're, we're unaware of it because mm-hmm. all we see is the sides, you know, mm-hmm. all we see is that the, yeah. the media is all extreme. Everybody's mm-hmm. extreme. It seems like everybody's extreme, but really most people in America are more in the middle. And and the other thing was that we actually have a lot of things we agree on. Mm-hmm. That was a big point of like a lot of these statistics was like, we agree pretty much. The majority of people agree on on pretty much most things. Right. Um, And it's just like on those edges where there's like disagreement, Mm -hmm. which is good to think, because like at times when you look, you're like, man, we're fucked. You know, everybody's just fighting. Well, I think we are right now because, again, (laughs) I don't think I think right now it's Mm. it's changing. And the reason the reason I'm saying this is because you've got the most powerful entity that is on one side. And that's the information. Right. This is the information age. So, okay. so Facebook, so and Google, Facebook, and Google, Twitter, all, all of those yeah. are on the left. There's and so power in that regard, it doesn't matter if it's the few as far as numbers go. Mm. It's if you're Extremely not on that side, too. you yeah, are yeah, on yeah. the right. And that's yeah. how it's been. Well, it's interesting made. how this country still, mm-hmm. so they say, split. Even though media is so one-sided, mm-hmm. you know, it's like... That's where you wonder if it's truly split. That's exactly. where it's like, yeah, yeah. Well, I think there's a really legitimate argument to say the election was stolen. Because if if you think about this, and I'm not mm-hmm. saying ballot counts per se. What I'm saying is... The influence of the, the media. The influence right? of the media. Because mm-hmm. if you look at the right's stuff, the right is the true stuff those rallies that they filmed all of those things are what are happening because they get deplatformed on everything else there's no there's no real fabrication of what they're doing because they don't have that kind of power the left man can fabricate anything and everything look at you can't even say i was watching the hill you know where sag and mm-hmm. crystal used to be on right. um yeah i still watch so, that yeah i watch I, it i like the dark haired chick uh-huh so she yeah, she was on she's, dope, yeah. she's pretty hot yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but they couldn't even say ivermectin yeah they're they like you know that, yeah oh, wow, they're like right, you know that uh-huh. thing because they don't want to get demonetized and they couldn't or, say or, vaccine right so yeah, yeah. they're well you know and they're the they're having to the talk gym, right. on this whole yeah, roundabout yeah. thing and you know you know right, right? Yeah. and it, it's all tough. of that kind of stuff yeah. that you can't say anybody who's got an opposing view mm-hmm. is yeah. deplatformed and Again, that's such that's a weird. dangerous yeah. thing. And then things come up like it's a horse medicine, like we were talking about. Like it's a then, horse to warmer. Yeah, and yeah. then and then that narrative just like spreads in a day or whatever. Like yeah. no one's ever heard of it before. And then all of a sudden, all you're hearing about it is as like re- in relation to horses, uh-huh. right? You know, when right. we had all heard of it before, you know, we were. But, like but what does it do? But, it dumbs uh-huh. the person down who would consider that being some sort of 
yeah. you know, right. legitimate solution or or part of a solution. Yeah. Think of what it does to any credible doctor who right. or nurse practitioner yeah. or you know physician's assistant who right. could prescribe that. And then yet we're supposed to like trust what they say. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, cause I want to give people the benefit of the doubt. Like I know smart people that like, you know, it's like believe the institutions, you know, that thing that's going around right now and has been. Some and it's like, pushing yeah. that all uh-huh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And I respect him mm-hmm. like greatly, but like, I, I, you know, yeah, yeah it's that, like that, that feeling. Me out right. Cause yeah. like I, I hear that shit and I see that and it's like, man, how could you, how could you trust it? It's yeah. like, and it's funny how you know like rage against the machine was like the left and you know but now it's like those things are like against like the machine is you know is the power yeah Yeah. (laughs) oh the machine is right right the machine is (laughs) raging yeah yeah right um man yeah it's funny how that Mm -hmm. has swung but that's what i was saying when we started this about the texas abortion Mm -hmm. law this is what I am super happy about in the regards that it's a shitty fucking law in a lot of regards, but that's what's going to happen. People got to realize that's what's going to happen. Whoever's in power is going to make those kind of bullshit fucking laws. The left wants to do it for their agenda, but whoever gets that power, they're not going to give it back. Right. So remember that, like there's like a Taoist, I think it's in the Tao Te Ching. Yeah. He says, laws create criminals. Yeah. Right? And it's like the more things you try to control and stuff and say, did it, all of a sudden we're criminals for doing like everyday shit. Right? right. Like that can happen. Right. Yeah. Not getting the vaccine. <laughs> right. Yeah. And that's yeah. why, again, going back to yeah. the Constitution, Constitution is fucking perfect because it's concise. It's at least right? really good. Yeah. And we can't think of well, it. We have well, anything better. Right? Exactly. The yeah, reason yeah. I'm saying it's perfect <laughs> is because it allows you to operate in a manner in which is positive. Mm-hmm. Certainly there's yeah. going to be negative, but there's not anything that's not going to have a negative part to it. Mm-hmm. And again, you don't want anything that's not going to have a negative part to it. Right. You just... Right. You'll get mm-hmm. too much to one so side. So it's, it's also the authoritarian, libertarian angle, yeah. right? And a, and that's what I was saying with those questions, which are which were interesting, is that like there's certain beliefs that you could have, like that you don't control anything, and then therefore, like the world is is out of control, right? And therefore, you need someone, you need daddy to fucking take care of everything mm-hmm. for you, and that's the government. Well, right. yeah, that's so, the so, fucked up so idea. Are, like, you base, should be able to take care of mm-hmm, yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So those those are like base level arguments, authoritarian versus libertarian. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, and it is interesting that it's flipped, that it flips around like yeah. that. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. so this thing with Russell Brand and Candace Owens, you know, I get what Russell Brand is saying is can't we be more compassionate, you know, lot of yada, yada. Yeah, and I like his voice on that. Yeah, you know, he's one of the few reasonable but, but here, like, people that I like that right. say those things. You know, but like, you gotta like. have the suffering. You can't eliminate it. Mm-hmm. You gotta have it. Mm-hmm. And the the thing, at least in our country, is that that suffering becomes more of a choice than not. In a lot of other parts of the world, there's no choice in that suffering. Mm-hmm. In ours, there is. You can. Mm-hmm suffer to a large degree you could suffer to a lesser degree and then the tendency is to suffer less and maybe that's why we're like less happy i think so you know you can make some weird argument well yeah because it's the 
we got to have it now generation though i mean because it's too it. easy to be like no nah, i want to stay in bed longer i want to eat the other thing i want to right to be comfortable right that's always the easier choice right yeah mm-hmm. got to change and challenge your mode of thinking <laughs> right it's easier to not and to think so it's easier to keep your mindset it's also easier to think you're right and then it's easier to think that everybody else should also think the same thing as you because mm-hmm. you're the one that can see the truth or whatever so then you want everybody else to think your mindset mm-hmm. right which is another thing going around you know what i've seen and um i think that there's a fair amount of anecdotal data to support this and in jiu-jitsu, and I see this especially with women, right, like that it's a more heightened place, is that the longer that they're training, right, as far as, um, you know, where they're getting tougher, getting more physical, the more they make their own choices, right? Just like guys do the same thing, but I think guys are a little bit more... Um, comfortable moving away from a group think right i think that they say women are more agreeable i mean mm-hmm. it's not okay. something that's super you know like it's a stat de- right, you know, right, right. Yeah, yeah. debatable on yeah. that mm-hmm. but i think then it gives women a chance especially to become like more independent in how they view things and i think it becomes with being tougher i think when you are tougher when you are physically stronger you're mentally stronger you're looking at a challenge like fuck man i just had to roll with these motherfuckers today and what else is going to be that hard in that day you put yourself in a level where you're able to take on more things without getting so mm-hmm. ruffled and so frazzled and you right. know and those so, types of so things is that true? What do you think? so <laughs> that's what i think <laughs> so your experience <laughs> I mean, I would say so, or at the very least, it goes hand, like they're parallels. So I started doing more of my own thinking after, or, you know, it's, Mm -hmm. it's kind of weird because I had, you know, when I was in Italy, I had like, that was a lot. When I moved back, I had depression, then after that i i started changing things Mm -hmm. but i had made the decision to stop taking antidepressants before i even came here Mm -hmm. or knew Mm -hmm. so but i would argue uh, that doing that amplified it Mm -hmm. and it's also i think in a lot of regards kept you from falling back on that decision right so it's helped you stay on track because you can't I'm not saying you, but I'm saying somebody who gets off something that's either an addiction or something that might be a crutch or something that might be a comfort or whatever, and you get off of that, you're going to get pulled back into that. You need Mm -hmm. to fill it with something. Yeah, you need to fill it with something, and you need to have the strength to know that, man, I can can get through this, right? Mm -hmm. I can Mm -hmm. do that. Most people give up because they know they don't have the strength to do it. I mean... Or they think they don't. Right. Like a, well, they don't. It's, it's got to be developed. They, mm-hmm. You got to want to do it, yeah. though, right? You got to do exactly what you said. You decided you were going to get off those things. Okay, well, 
inadvertently, whatever mechanism or connection there was, you found your way here. However, that... And I decided to stay. I wasn't even planning yeah, on staying. Right. I remember yeah. that. I remember you were fucking... When you were woke like when as you, fuck. When you, no, it's because my plan was to go back to Italy. I had a whole different plan. That's when I got my TEFL certificate. And then I was like, okay. I was only here for my intention, like four months. Mm-hmm. Here I am, three and a half years later. Three and a half years later. and yeah, three years later. Three years later. And fucking jamming, though. I mean... Again, it, it doesn't have to be like a life pursuit for everybody, right? I'm not saying that. Um, but I think doing something like jiu-jitsu, martial arts, um, man, you do that. It's, other things can't fill that the same way. It's, mm-hmm. You know, it's just the way it is. I know there's great other Aspects things, other things but, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, it goes back to that whole primal. A lot of the problems that we're having is because we want to be, and this is my opinion, too sophisticated, right? Great, we can be sophisticated, but man, you got to recognize you're a fucking animal. And And you got to feed that animal at times. This is cool about the samurai, because they had that, but then they played the flute, they painted, they wrote poetry. Right. I think it's cool all the things you do, you know? Cooking, I think I I, I like that. I was thinking about this, like you do music, martial arts, cooking, skateboarding. I was like, oh, that's a nice, like, as far as, like, uh, I don't know, practices, modes of being and stuff. Mm-hmm. They all like, relate to me. Yeah, yeah. So sure. Because that's the thing is, like, again, you can gain principles because mm-hmm. the principles are important. Maybe not the, the particular thing. Yeah. Right? It's not the particular grip that matters. It's, you know, some principle about balance or something. Kitchens are all about balance and okay. perception. Yeah, see, there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. So I like, you know, so I agree. Like you got that primal one, that's essential. And then maybe the artistic one's also essential. Yeah, I think it is. Right. The cooking one relates to self-development. All the analogies of cooking are like alchemical. Like you mix these things together to make this new thing. To like, And plus uh, you mm. need it. I mean, okay. it is your... Your energy, your, your uh, yeah, your fuel. There's yeah, also yeah, yeah. something uh-huh. to cooking over an open flame grill because it just I feel like it triggers that primal sense of cooking over fire and yeah, 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 fire, flesh, yeah, death. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, drinking yeah, yeah. beer, eating <laughs> fucking meat. Yeah, that's dope. Um, yeah. But wouldn't you say though that music and art is also self-development like hell yeah yeah that's what i'm saying and it is just as important i would say but it doesn't it does not uh, afford the same things Mm -hmm. i I completely see that point too like there's there's a difference but there's a pattern though that's what i was thinking when you were saying like you don't have to make necessarily jujitsu or martial arts or i would say jujitsu your life but you can extrapolate from it Mm -hmm. and apply that because there's this basic pattern that exactly. we embellish for different things. The patterns, the principles, yeah. yeah. And those are the higher things that you learn. And then that connects them all together, right? Mm-hmm. But think of all the mindset changes that you have to like go through to do those types of things. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You're always going to have some level of resistance or some level of, you know... Um, discomfort or, or whatever that you're going to have to change your mind about what you, mm. you were doing. I mean, I didn't even, you know, like know if you knew 
what jujitsu was. You I know? actually didn't. Right. So <laughs> then, I mean, again, you either got to open up your mind. You got to change like, oh, well, this is X. Or you got to fucking challenge your belief systems like, oh, you know, maybe somebody thinks that, oh, well, girls will never be good at this, right? Whatever that might be, you got to challenge, you got to change, you got to adopt, mm-hmm. adapt. And that's what I'm seeing with the women, I, again, everybody, but the women who have um, trained or even the young guys, you know, because that's a good, you know, where you could see where they were to where they're at now. You see that change happen as they just get better. They just get more powerful. They get more, you know, like, okay, this is fucking gives me a whole new way to look at that next mountain I'm going to climb. Right. And that's that whole, again, you got to set things and then you got to kind of climb up to that point before you can see the next level. Then you climb up to that point before you can see the next level. It's interesting. I, um, when I teach kids, um, especially with boys, obviously, I, I use the analogy of the Jedi mm-hmm. all the time. That's what I use to be like, what's the point of this? You know what I mean? Like the problems that they're having. I'm like, think about, you know, like a lot of them, the problems, they can't pay attention more in like nine seconds. Mm-hmm. And like, how do you get through a song when like, you know what I mean? <laughs> <Right>. you know what <laughs> I mean? <laughs> and so like, I'll be like, think about the concentration of a Jedi or whatever. I always like use that, yeah. which is cool because it's a... Uh, Again, like a martial arts analogy. Dead, seen Star Wars. Right, then you can't. I and mean, then it's too bad. It's a bummer. Right? It's a Jedi. <laughs> yeah. I didn't see Star Wars until... You haven't seen a lot of things. Until I was in college. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, so it's, it's just the I've best. I've only seen the new Star Wars. Ever. Oh, really? You've never <laughs> okay, even seen old ones? I never. only saw the very newest the one. All and six? it was because my girlfriend dragged me there. At the really? Okay, well, I slept through uh, like half of it. He, he was resisting. He was like, <laughs> fuck this. I'm not <laughs> going to see it. I'm not going to like it. Nap right right. I've had to watch it three times because. Had to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why? Why? Yeah. Why had well, to? Well, because people would always try to get me to watch it and then right. I just couldn't pay attention to it I was like boyfriends you <laughs> haven't you, seen I would Star fall Wars asleep. <laughs> and so or I would watch it and then it would just leave my my yeah, brain because yeah. I didn't it didn't care for yeah it. I didn't give a fuck yeah. but I've literally, the third time's the charm <laughs> that Rogue One uh-huh. I've fallen asleep yeah. through that I haven't seen like, the new ones and five times I've tried to watch it mm-hmm. and every time I fall asleep kind of at the exact same spot <laughs> and just probably getting too high for it you know because it seemed like it was a good movie but i yeah stopped even trying to watch it because i'm like right. i just haven't been able to make it through this right. and then i wake up at the end and i see the end where they just are like sitting i don't know if you guys saw that you know waiting for the their world that they're on to oh to explode or whatever or, yeah, yeah i think it gets uh, flooded out or something i don't know right. so sure. i didn't yeah, watch yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I didn't watch any of the new ones uh-huh. maybe it explodes yeah. i don't know or maybe right. i did one i don't know Hmm. I think it's the best example ish (laughs) but it's the best example that most of us know of like the wise sage guy Mm -hmm. and the it's interesting though how uh, we all have that example in all of the cultures you Mm -hmm. have right exactly what's what's yours since Star Wars wasn't that did you have one like as a kid like Splinter from like (laughs) you know Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles or something because he does that too I think he's the same like I, I would only I was only allowed to watch Ninja Turtles in Italian whenever my cousin was in town. What's Splinter's name watch. in Italian? I don't know. I don't remember. I've watched it when How I was like eight. How do you say Splinter eight. in Italian? Um, 
Skedja. Oh, it might be Skedja. Skedja. <laughs> <laughs> But I don't know. So, yeah, it's been right. decades. Mm. Would you have another place that that, like, kind of a thing is at, like, in, a, in popular culture or whatever? Like, But, like, uh, even a mage, a like wizard. A, like a wise sage. Know? Yeah, yeah, wizard. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Mage. Gandalf. Like yeah, yeah, Gandalf. yeah. Gandalf. Uh -huh. Yeah. Or, like, the person in training to, like, become the badass or oh, yeah, whatever. Oh, yeah, Mago like, Merlino. It could be just Merlin. that, too. Merlin. Ah, um, yeah. Whatever. But wasn't he, wasn't King Merlin, Arthur? like, like a deceptive kind of dark? There's a lot of different yeah. types of Merlin. When you're a kid, yeah, yeah, yeah. you don't see that. They uh, have and there's so different many portrayals. different fables yeah, 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 yeah. that would... Sometimes he's, like, the, the high wizard guy, uh -huh. and other times he's, like, a nature guy uh -huh. who's, like, in the forest, like, shamanistic kind of stuff, uh -huh. you know? It kind yeah. of depends. Okay. Right? Uh-huh. Yeah, but he's one. Did you have one? Do you think of one? All right. I mean... Mm -hmm. Fuck, I don't, I don't know. I think I the same story would be just like the young person who goes on an adventure and gets trained and shit and like, be, you're right, you know, like the Dumb, training. Dumb matters. and Dumber was the, the most popular <laughs> movie for me. Oh, no. I love that movie. <laughs> that was one of the best. Yeah, that was a great fucking movie. And then right. besides that, it was like Jet Li and Jackie Chan. Like, oh, you watch those? Oh, yeah. yeah like the old, the, old ones or yeah, like, yeah, uh huh? Yeah, like the old Kung the Fu stuff? Fucking, oh, okay. Well, that's the newer age, I would Lee, say. Uh -huh. uh, the one, I guess that was like okay. probably early. 2000, uh -huh. but. Yeah, I like somehow like so my parents would like restrict everything for me, right? And I had to like earn like even like, so they put <laughs> they put they took the TV cable and they cut it and then they put a female thing there <laughs> and then they had this other thing that had like male and male so that I could watch TV for like an hour a day or whatever and I of course figured out how you could just put two paper clips in there and then like connect it and I got electrocuted a lot but anyway um, figured out how to bypass their <laughs> <laughs> But they would like bribe me with at one point they found kung fu movies somehow. I don't remember how this happened. And so they gave me all the really old like Jackie Chan and Jet Li stuff. Because I, I got into Rumble in the Bronx. Like and, or Jackie Chan. Yeah, even older than that. Like yeah. no, no, that's new shit. That's new era. Oh, that in was, my view. Oh yeah. I'm thinking I was like thinking of the actual drunk. Like the old ones were Jackie Chan. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's just a fight scene for like 15 minutes, you know what I mean? Like that kind of stuff. And I was like way into that. Like I got way into just like the old, you know, kung fu style yeah. movies. Like they were yeah, cool. Yeah, I wish like, my mom would let me watch stuff like that. Uh, yeah, it was cool. Yeah, she, she, you know, it was like comic books. And she found like, I was like into Spawn and some like. Spawn. Other, uh -huh, Spawn yeah. was big too. Uh, yeah. Okay. I forgot about that. Yeah, Spawn's the shit. Uh -huh. Todd McFarlane, the artist. Bloodsport. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh -huh. Bloodsport, the movie. I was watching Bloodsport at okay. the beginning of an age, if I'm being honest. Yeah, yeah, I was. Yeah, um, I was probably seven. Yeah, yeah my I first time that. watching that was last year. Okay, uh -huh. <laughs> it's a good time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Van Damme. It just feels like there's so much to catch up with right now. <laughs> huh. Yeah. New stuff, old stuff. I know. Super a, I know old a guy stuff. from uh, Russia, Classics. and he's like going through like watching all the classic american movies so he's always like asking everybody like hey what's what's like what movies should i watch that are classic american movies i thought that was cool That's a like lot of hours you're spending watching classic <laughs> american though what does he mean like westerns or no like anything? fight club okay. or alien yeah, okay. you know like uh -huh. just like what are the what are your classics mm -hmm. or whatever yeah um, it's pretty cool he gets to see all those like the first time my right. italian yeah. uncle was really into or is really into um westerns with like john john wayne mm. and uh -huh. um yeah. clint eastwood and yeah. mm -hmm. all yeah. those my dad was into that stuff yeah he okay. would like mm -hmm. record 
okay. have all these cassettes <laughs> or, or tapes. Right. Cassettes. Yeah. yeah, I hear that that's like the same story too. Like, really, what uh, Samurai is is a Western. Mm-hmm. Are you, I mean, if you, I mean, obviously that's from the angle of over here where there's like this narrative type. That's where that's what King Arthur turned into. Like all those stories of the knights and. Um, that new movie, Green Knight's awesome. You guys seen that? Yeah. No. It's fucking dope. It's a, it's a dope one. Um, uh, were all those stories like morphed into like westerns? And then in the East, it was like samurai stories, samurai movies. Mm-hmm. That's well, like yeah, the, that makes yeah. Sense. That's again, that's the legendary. The dude gets trained, you know, goes on some adventure, right? Right. Um, Something bad happens. His family gets killed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Learns how uh-huh. to shoot. Mm-hmm. Right. Comes exactly. the fucking fastest draw in right. the West. Saves the him town. Down. Right, right, right. John Wick. <laughs> <laughs> right. Huh. Yeah. Dog gets killed. Oh yeah, I can understand that one though. Yeah. Mm. yeah, that's interesting. All from the dog, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, it's the only his, reason. Dog yeah, because in the car. But the car, like, right? didn't his wife like die and she gave him that <laughs> dog? Wasn't that like the? That's big... the actual reason. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Interesting. I think. Yeah. yeah. That's right. Yeah. The last John Wick. I don't know. It was. I mm. thought the first one was pretty good. Second first one was dope. Yeah. Yeah. It was. Uh, you know, pretty. And it good. was like surprising. Yeah. You know, like to see those those fight scenes. Are yeah. Excellent. Maybe the best ever. Yeah, you know, don't you think? Like, well, the training he went through for right. the movie is uh-huh. like, and the yeah. yeah, he's pretty legit. They say, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he, yeah all those uh, scenes he fucking yeah. was doing all that through like real gun training, so that he yeah. could fucking make it. There's the scene in the third one when the chick has the two dogs, and it's the shooting. Yeah, scene. isn't that like Halle uh-huh. Berry? Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. That scene's awesome, uh-huh. right? Like, yeah, yeah. the dog. It was badass when yeah. the dog had a Dope vest scene. on. He shoots right. the dog, and yeah. you're like motherfucker. But then the dog's like. Uh-huh. He's all right. Yeah. All right. Cool. Yeah. It's like this badass chick, and she's got these two dogs, and she's like, "There's a shooter over there. She's six one on that guy. While she's shooting this dude, and, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like fucking nasty." Yeah. So does that mean there's going to be a John Wick four though? Is that? I don't know. They didn't they leave it nowadays? Right? Didn't they leave it open though for like a? You got to leave it open. I didn't see a third one. Now. Uh, yeah. All right, I ruined it for you. It's like, fuck, man. There's no story. Is there any story? <laughs> so you can watch, you can watch them, because I haven't watched them. They right. make it like Fast and Furious. I'm just fucking throw uh, ten of them out there. That's crazy. Those yeah, are so popular. I've never watched those. the last those. one, they drove into space. <laughs> With Elon Musk or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I guess Karate Kid was probably the closest thing there I There you go. Yeah, Mr. Miyagi. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, just I watched that, that when I was a kid. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's a good example. I like the idea that Daniel, Daniel's son is yeah. the bad guy or the antagonist. And that new thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. When they uh-huh. switch it and they're like, yeah. and he's like, well, you fucking right. took my girlfriend and right. you, know, you hit me first or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I watched like four or five episodes uh-huh. and then that was when it was like on YouTube yeah. and you had to pay for the rest and then I was like, <laughs> so I just never did it. It was pretty it good. Was cool. I mean, yeah, yeah, it was a good idea. Mm-hmm. Flip them around. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There you go. Change your mode of thinking, right? challenge your beliefs it was kind of interesting because i used to say that shit all the time Mm -hmm. that danielson was the fucking instigator people would be like that whole movie yeah they're Uh like no you're fucking (laughs) whatever but i've always liked you know like i always liked darth vader more than Mm -hmm. fucking yeah honestly i think they could have it doesn't really matter I i think the reason they don't think danielson was is because they were so fascinated by just like 
you know, the process of whoever getting better, fighting, right. learning, mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. Because they could have made it the other guy. Right. They, yeah. Yeah. I, I got and it. he, like, he could have had the revenge as well, and then he could. Well, have he found did a for Miyagi. a while. Yeah, but like he could have found a Miyagi, and then. Well, he had fucking. Yeah. Well, he had what's, uh, his, what's name? his name? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't remember In his name. Master or something. <laughs> so. yeah, sensei. Yes. Yeah, I don't remember his name. Sensei, but. Right. Anyway, mm-hmm. he's got the fucking Cobra Kai. Right. Yeah. What I think is like interesting is think about how, like. The the main character in all those movies is always the lamest dude. Yeah. Right? Like, Luke Skywalker <laughs> is, like, lame as fuck. Right? Yeah. And, you know, uh, Danielson. Parker. Right. Peter Right. Well, that's actually... He probably did that on purpose, you know? Stanley or whatever. But uh, Darth Vader's cool. Yeah. Obi-Wan's cool. Yoda's cool. You, you, you can argue which one's cooler. I didn't see the uh, young Yoda. I guess it'd have to... You see the young one that can kick ass and stuff, uh, right? In the new movies or whatever. <laughs> the Mandalorian, Baby Yoda, uh, you're talking yeah. about. That's uh, not even doesn't even matter. Oh, that's yeah. right, Baby Yoda. He just eats well, actually, that's that's example. That's a good example of a, a hero that is cool. Like the Mandalorian is cool, but he's also like the anti-hero or whatever. But think of how many movies like the hero guy is always like so vanilla. Yeah, and it's always like the bad Superman. guy. Isn't cool. Superman yeah, supposed there you to be go. like that? Example, yeah. Clark Kent. Uh huh. Just right. kind of this lame dick who fucking right. Uh huh. And again, that's why in. that's why Batman's one of the cooler ones because he's dark, you know, yeah. and like a, kind of like an antihero. He like hurts people and has like some dark, you know, or Wolverine. He's kind of the cool yeah, one Wolverine, for the same I reason, would say. Yeah. right? But like Cyclops is a fucking bitch, you know. He's like, <laughs> or he's like, you know, the the, the football quarterback or something Who's like he? that. Cyclops from yeah. X Men. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. yeah, he's yeah. the shoots like the, the laser out of his eye. Yeah. Right. Oh, does he have to have the dark yeah, glasses yeah, yeah. on? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I just think that's a thing that uh, heroes are always lame. Um, a lot of times. <laughs> yeah. I think that might be, though, because, like... Superman uh, pretended to be lame. Right. Because but, he was uh-huh, actually yeah, yeah. a fucking hero, and then he had to pretend to be a regular human. Right. Right. He's like, yeah, no one will suspect me. But don't you think yeah. Superman is also lame? Like, as far as, like, heroes go? Yeah. Right? Yeah, because he's, he's too pure. He's, like... <laughs> right, right. Doesn't... Like, when he yeah. turned bad, though, that was cool, because wasn't he drinking and shit in, like, that is, old one, like... Is that right? Like one of the third ones, he like gives it up, doesn't he? He like gives up being a superhero, and he's like, I just want to be Clark Kent, right? I don't know. I thought he was like, they jabbed him with some fucked up, you know, like uh, kryptonite or some bullshit, and he Uh, was kind of yeah, he like turned dark. Okay, I don't remember. Yeah, I thought that was like on the in the original, like with uh, Christopher Reeves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think Uh that was like Superman two or three, three Uh something like that, right? I liked those back in the day. The third he's one all, had the, the people in black, the three people in black. Yeah. Remember that? The, Is that the third Zog, one? right? right yeah, Zog yeah, yeah. and whoever. <laughs> right. The yeah. chick and the guy that... I just remember him being like sitting there because his like, uniform turned dark and he was getting drunk and he had like, there was peanuts on the fucking thing and mm-hmm. he was like, Flicking them, and they were like busting bottles and shit. Okay, because he was hitting them super hard. (laughs) Super flicking abilities. (laughs) Then he was kind of cool back in those days. Right, he was probably banging chicks and smoking weed, (laughs) (laughs) doing all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I mean, I wonder if a chick like, I wonder if Superman like was like fucking super, just fucking 
the man in bed. Yeah, I wonder. Yeah, yeah. He was you would have to be. lame dick Clark <laughs> Kent. Yeah, like, uh. uh, Lo- <laughs> did you ever see Lo- Lois Clark was uh, limping into work every Monday? You know? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, fuck. Mm. Alright, well, yeah, it's been hour and a half. Hour and a half. Oh, yeah, Frodo's lame too. That's another one. Yeah. <laughs> Frodo. <By Yeah>. <laughs> I like, so I like. Don't say Harry Potter. Like uh, Deadpool. <laughs> oh, yeah. Deadpool. Oh, he's yeah. kind of an anti hero too. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, he's funny. But I think Harry Potter's another good example. From the movies, he's lame. I mean, the Harry Potter <laughs> in the book, I don't know. He's did pretty, you read all the I, I did, to Phoenix. Like, not when I was a kid. But I, I actually love them. Yeah, they're amazing. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. but is Harry Potter as lame in the books as he is? No, in, no, you know? you know, he's he's like the most, uh, you know, like he has his faults and he's got to get over all that stuff, mm-hmm. you know, and he gets egotistical because he's yeah. like the chosen one or whatever. Um, but he's always like the one that had that does the right thing. Yeah. Most of the time. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. just a good all around kid. Yeah. But then he does have like a bit of the dark side. Right, because he himself is like a horcrux. I don't know if you, you guys know. I that. didn't get yeah. to the uh, I think the, okay. I stopped at like s- right. seven. How so many? there's like a bad guy and he gets like destroyed and he gets like put into the spirit world or whatever. Mm-hmm. But he hid himself in a bunch of objects mm-hmm. so that he could be immortal so he could come back. And, and he's inside of Harry. So Harry has a little bit of like the dark side mm-hmm. in him. He can like talk to snakes like the, the bad guy can. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> no, you have to elaborate now. Uh, my brain went to a dark place. Okay. As far as being inside of Harry. Ah, gross, man. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> 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 so he can talk to snakes. Yeah, yeah that's true. Uh huh. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right then. All right. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Anything to add? No. Nope. Nothing. Um, I thought that fucking American focaccia bread you made today mm. was. Yeah, American. Legit. <laughs> American focaccia. No, legit. I need to. I need to perfect it. Improve it here. I'll change my wording. I'm right. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. Changes. So in addition to like every other dessert you're going to be making, you said you're going to be making it every addition. week. I never said in addition. Every week until it's done right. <laughs> That'll be great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In addition to. Suddenly right. there's words. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, fuck. On that note, do jujitsu. Don't be a woke motherfucker. The wokeness is fucking us. Mm-hmm. Don't be a pussy either. <laughs> also, up. people that are looking for real information on what the fuck's happening with medical shit, go to PubMed. Just go to fucking PubMed. Yeah. And you'll see all the fucking shit pu- published right there. If you got questions on the ivermectin, on any of the things, go to PubMed. That's what I'm saying by being a pussy. I'm like... I'm trying to be funny about it, but that's what people need to do. They need to challenge their fucking beliefs and just look at basic information because this is really affecting everybody. And um, just make like a decision based on other information that's out there, right? Mm-hmm. Cool. Word. Sent 420. Sent 420.